Okay, we're going to start at, uh, okay, we're starting over here. Kuf Hei Amid Aleph, Kasav Ais Achas Neutrikin. So if you write one letter, that's like an abbreviation. So for instance, let's just say you say instead of writing Rebbe, you just write Resh and, uh, you know, Resh instead of Rebbe. So you're, you're conveying a thought that is a thought that consists of more than one letter. That we said it was going to be So where do we see this concept of abbreviations from the Torah? Shenemar the Pasuk says by, um, it says by Avram, Ki av goyim Okay, av, so what is av? We're going we're gonna, to, if you see they had the, um, the um, what's it called there? Quotations. Av, right, so we're going we're gonna to darshan it into you know, five words. So av nisaticha le'uma, it's bachor, right, so he made you a father, that Avram is considered the father of all nations. Bachor nisaticha le'uma, you are the choicest. Vosik is distinguished, nisaticha le'uma, nema nisaticha le'uma, you were, uh, you know, trusted. So he says, so that's, that's all part of Av HaMangayim. That Kaddish Baruch was conveying multiple, right? We see that with one word, you can convey more thoughts than the letters written. That's what we're trying to say. So um, we see that from Av HaMangayim, that Kaddish Baruch was praising Avram in all of these ways. It wasn't just saying Av HaMangayim, that you're the father of all nations. It was a much uh, deeper bracha. He says, Anoichi. That he darshins the word of Anoichi, right? Anoichi Hashem Alekecha, Neutrikin Ananashi Ksivas Yehavis. I, uh, you know, myself, I'm giving you this Ksiva, this writing, right? The, the Luchas, the Torah. Banan Amri, Amira, Ni'ima, Anoi, Ksiva Yehavis, Chi, Anoichi, right? I'm giving you pleasant, a pleasant writing, the Torah is pleasant. Ikad Amri, Anoichi, in the Mafreya, some darshin it the other way around. <coughs> Yehavis Yud Chaf Ne Nun Aleph Yehavis Ksiva Ne Amonim Amre. I'm giving you a a, a Ksiva, right? The the Torah that is Ne Amonim is 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 trusted. Trusted are his words. Okay, the very Nasan Amar Ki Yarat. We're gonna have a few weeks that uh, Bilam the the donkey. Um, that the, uh, the 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 donkey responds to Bilam Ki Yarat Haderach Lenegdi. Yira rasa notsa. It um, it was afraid. It saw and right. It was afraid because it saw Hashem. Right. It saw the Malach of Hashem standing in the way, and therefore it notsa. It went to the side. That is what the lashon of yarat the Torah uses. The Beri Tana Carmel Carmeli. That it's a plump kernel. Ravacha Bar Yaakov Amar right says Geres Carmel that you need for the mana for for um, for uh, um, the the. Is it the Bikurim? The Aymer. One of those. Okay. One of the one of the carbon menachas, you need Geres Carmel is saying a type of a plump kernel, so we use a lotion of Carmel. Sounds like caramel plump. That when David is recounting how Shimi Mengeira uh, cursed him, he said, right? Nimratzes, it means if you translate the word in English, it means explicit, but it was Darshan Trikin that how did Shimon Mengera curse David? He said he accused David of being Nayafu, that he was an adulterer, Mayavihu, Reitzeahu, he was a killer, Tsarehu, okay, that he was an oppressor, Toyevahu, he was an abomination. So that was uh, David was telling over that Shimon Mengera cursed him um, 
and uh, it, it was it was it wasn't just a klalanimretzes a general curse. It was a very specific loaded curse when you dash in each word. That where do we see Nitrikin in the Torah? We see this by Yosef when the brothers came back after they found the gaviyah, they found the cup in the sack of Binyamin. So you, they came back and they said, Man edamer, man right? Nitztadak is also conveying multiple thoughts. Nechaynim anachnu, okay? We are prepared to be makabal, your gzeret, tzadikim anachnu, we are tzadikim, tahirim anachnu, dachim anachnu, we are humble, kedoshim anachnu, we are kedoshim. He's saying, Man edamer, man edamer, that, um, that we are all these things. Fine. If you write two letters with two different halamas, right? So you, um, you, rem- you forgot, you remembered, okay? You wrote one letter, you forgot, you didn't really, you forgot it was Shabbos, you forgot, let's say, you forgot that writing was Asr, you wrote one letter, then you remembered, oh boy, it's Shabbos, I can't write, and then you forgot again and wrote a second letter. We've had this before. Since I do not have a Yudiel Chatzishir, there's nothing that washes, right? There's nothing that cleans my original action. So my original action was one letter. And then, like we said before, if you write one letter in um, uh, Tsipiri and one letter in the other city, right? That you're going to mechayev because you're just mechuser, you, you, right? It's just mechuser the time. It's mechuser the you know kreva. It's not a mechuser amaisa. So too similarly here, if I had a, if, if my if my yedia doesn't count because it, my yedia was not on a full shear, it was only on a chatzis shear. It was only on one letter. So therefore, we're going to hold any yedia the chatzis shear. My throw my yedia out the window. I had halama one letter, halama another letter. So that's two, that's two letters Bahalama, and I'm going to be chai for writing two letters. The Chachamim hold that yesh yediyah l'chatz yishir. That there is a yediyah l'chatz yishir. Okay, hadran alach ha-bayna. Fine, so let's, let's start ha-ayreg, and let's just discuss the basic premise of the weave. Okay, so try to get a little understanding over here. Okay, so... The basic idea of a weave is, right, obviously we know we can sew, right, we're going to go up and down and up and down and sew. So weave is a more efficient way of sewing. Generally, the way it would work was in order to, in order to, um, the, the basic premise is you have to get a horizontal string across the vertical string and you have two sets of vertical strings, right here they're coated in green and red. Two sets of vertical strings, one are up and one are down. Okay, and then you get your string across and that creates your weave, right? The, when it goes across, since you lifted one up and one down, that's mimicking the action that you would do when sewing a weave. Make sense? Okay, good. So the way that we hold the strings in place and what we're gonna do a lot of discussion, discussion about, have a lot of discussion about is you have these frames, okay? He calls them uh, nirim, okay, these frames. And what would happen was all the string, there's two frames. One for the, let's say, down strings, one for the up strings. And then what you would do is you would hit the paddles and basically you, it's like that. You throw the, what that's called the book here, the shuttle across. That has your horizontal strings, okay? And then you would hit the, the, the foot paddles, okay? There's some other parts, but hit the foot paddles, okay? That would switch these two frames, right? And that would then transfer and then you'd throw the shuttle back across and that essentially makes your weave. Does that make sense? Okay, 
So basic idea of a weave, and we'll, we'll point to a couple things within this picture. So in order to be chayiv, in order to be chayiv for weaving, when you start your weave, okay, you need three chotin of the horizontal, right? Going across. Throwing across. Now, the shear, which the Gemara is not going to really discuss, it'll allude to in the Mishnah on the next Amud, okay? But don't worry, we're only, it's going to be just this Amud. It's just a few lines here that we really have to get intense in the weave, and then we're going to move on. But it's, it's, it's intense. The, the shear of vertical, of, of vertical, okay, is not really uh, discussed, right? So it's, Rabbi Lezer is saying three throws of the shuttle across. Right? That's how I start my weave. Now, how wide does my swath have to be? Right? You're throwing across. It seems like I couldn't get a better answer than Malay sit, which we'll see is the shear when we talk about measuring other cloths, which is, we're going to discuss this as well in the Gemara, that sit is either, um, it's sit couple. Well, there's, there's sit and sit couple. But this is a sit, okay? That's the space between your pointing finger and your middle finger. That's a sit. Okay, so it sounds like it's kimolay sit that that is the minimum amount that you have to get your horizontal um, string across an area of malay sit. Okay, so the blue has to go across the red and green, right? Red and green in this picture refers to upstrings and downstrings, right? And and then they'll switch, they constantly switch. It's like a motion, so it's it's like that, and then he throws the shuttle across, and then I switch. And that, right? And right, so the red and the green is what you're talking about with the sit? Yeah, correct. The, the total width of a sit, right? That's, I have to go across a sit. I believe that that's what we're saying. So it's three by a sit, right? And one, right? So if you have three of the horizontal strings going across, three of those, then to start a weave, or adding one to an existing weave. Right? So let's just say they used to run these for a long time. So he took a break before Shabbos, comes back on Shabbos. I already have the weave going. The whole weave's already there. I've already woven a bunch of fabric. It's down there. And if he throws one across then, not to get started, he just throws one across or it holds your height. So three, three horizontals to get started, to start a weave, and one to add on to an additional weave, you're going to be chayiv. That it doesn't matter if it's an existing weave or a new weave, it's always going to be two. Shira is two chutin. Okay, now this, whoever, if one does a shesi, now, okay, so those, those strings, let's just say, the, the strings we talked about before, we talked about, like I said, the horizontal strings. That is the arev, also known as the weft strings, okay? I call it horizontal. Chassis is the horizontal strings, right? The ones that go across. Then you have the arev, uh, um, shoot, that's the arev. <laughs> okay, the arev is the horizontal strings, okay? That's the one on the shuttle, right? Those are the arev. Then you have the chassis, which are the vertical strings, Okay, when you set up, and this I believe is setting up the loom, when you set up the loom, it's two batenirin and a near, which we'll have to explain this in the Gemara. Bikiros, that's with the foot pedals, that's setting up. We want to know how much are you chayiv in the setup process. So first the Mishnah was discussing how much are you chayiv for weaving, 
And now ha'isa shesi is when you set up, right? So if you see here, your horizontal strings don't really need to be set up. You just wrap it around. You had a spindle like that. That's the, that's the book here. That's the shuttle. You had a spindle of thread. So you'd put a bunch of thread in and that was it. It was ready to go, right? Across and across and across. The, the vertical strings, okay, the chassis strings, the warp strings, the vertical strings, the ones going up and down, those required a lot of setup, right? You had to get it inside the holes, inside the frames, separate it out, right? That's the complicated one. And then they would connect to, to the foot pedals. Okay, the, the point is that you, you had to get all those strings. Those are the complicated strings set up. So the first part talks about the horizontal strings. The shuttle guy. Shuttle guy, okay. And... And the second one talks to Haisa, the second part of the Mishnah talks about how to set up these vertical strings and what you're high for. It's a sh- right? Haisa Shesi, uh, I'm sorry, Haisa Shte Bate Nirin, okay, but that is on the Shesi, but I, I said that wrong. You make two Bate Nirin, Benirin, and an ear, Bikiros on the foot pedals, Benafel of Kivra. Now we're talking about different types of weaves, okay? It's not 100% clear how to read this Mishnah and how to compartmentalize it, but we're going from talking about a general weave to the loom, to the weave of Nafa of the Kivra. These are different types of weaves. So what we're saying is, this is one way to make a weave. The general idea to make a weave is all the same. Whether you do it with a needle and a thread, whether you do it with your hands, whether you do it with a loom, or in basket making, you're also making this a basket weave, right? You're making a weave. So Nafa of the Kivra is to Ovisal. These are different types of weaves that you would make. All these shiurim are the same, as far as what the minimum share is to be high. The hatayfer and one who sews based tfiros to stitches vakareya or one who tears almanas letfar in order to sew. We'll have to explain what that means. Vakareya almanas letfar based tfiros is also going to be chayiv. Okay, so now we said that again we have a machlekes in regards to how many horizontal throws passes of the of the shuttle of the bochir horizontal are going to be high. Rabbi Lezer said it's either three or one, depending on if you're set up or you're adding to an existing one. The Chum said it's always two. So now, Kiyasa Rav Yitzchak, Tani Shnayim. Rav Yitzchak had a brisa that learned two. Frakti Gemara, Va'anantanan Gimel. Ah, we said Gimel. Now, Rav Yitzchak's brisa was talking about in Shittas Rabbi Lezer. Afilu in Shittas Rabbi Lezer. Meaning, what we're saying is, Kiyasa Rav Yitzchak, he came and taught Tani, he taught a brisa that said two. General rule, you want to know how many you're higher for on the horizontal passes? Two. Well, what do you mean? The Rebelezer also agrees to two? Okay. Well, then how does that make any sense? Rebelezer said three or one. So what are you talking about? So Vanantanan Gimel, we said three to set up. So ha, so Kasha, ha, Balimi, ha, Bikatini. That Rebelezer is going to agree, okay? And now it depends on if they're thick strings or thin strings. Now, which one is which? There is logic to say either way. Either I could say that Rabbi Gamliel in certain cases requires three by, uh, for a thick one, or maybe he requires three for a thin one, right? So it, it can work both ways. That on the one hand, thick strings, the thick strings, you need more strings in the weave in order to hold it together, right? Because they're thicker, they come apart easier. So it's easier to untie if you ever have knots, right? If the, things, the strings are thick than if they're thin. So three, loy sasri, do not unravel. Trey, sasri, two are, will easily unravel. And therefore, there's a, 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 that even according to Rabbi Gamliel, he might hold, you need three when it comes to thick strings. 
But Katini train Nami but by thin strings he'll agree that two are fine. But Amilola or this logic to say the other way, Katini Tlasa Yadi, that it's not a question of how easily they come unravel, it's a question of hacker. When does it look like a weave? Well, with th- three strings, if thin strings, I need three to make it look like a weave, because two, it doesn't it doesn't even it just looks like a thick string. It doesn't look like a weave. Trey la yadi. Um Right, but alini, but by thick strings, tre nami yodi. It also looks like a weave with two strings, and therefore there's a havamina that, that, that Rabbi Gamliel would agree. So Rabbi Gamliel said three. We it could be applied to either that means thin strings or thick strings. Okay, whereas the chacham hold it's universal. It's two. Now we're just gonna before we get to more technical specifics. All we're doing now is bringing two brises. What's going to happen here? A stam like the rabbanon, and a stam like Rabbi Yezer. So Tanya. If you start a weave with three horizontal strings, okay, or add one onto an existing weave, it's always two. Now the Brisa is going to discuss, so we now just discussed a standard weaving process. Standard weaving process is, again, one or three passes across according to Rebbe or Two passes according to the Chachamim. Ubasafa. Now, what about what is the shear of what is the shear of the uh, border? If you're going to make a border, what is the shear to be chayiv? Ubasafa beis chotin beroichav gimel bate nirin. It's two strings, so two times, two times across. How wide? Remember, I said that for normal things, it's kemoli reichav sit, right? It's, it's that what, across. For a border, because a border is generally a smaller weave, it's just going to be making a border. So all you need is kemoli reichav gimel bate nirin. Three holes. So like we said, if you look at the frame, there's two frames. One holds one set of strings. So there's, there's strings, right? There's two sets of strings. The green here delineated by the green and red. The one, and you know, some will call them the odd number or the even number of strings. The point is that in order to create a weave, you have to have half your strings in one direction, half in the other direction, and then they constantly switch. So um, in order to keep, the, but all the strings have to go through the entire frame, right? If you see, even let's say over here where the, where the red strings are going through the holes here, the green ones need to pass through, um, the green one needs, right? So if you, the green ones still need to pass through these areas here. It has to pass, everything has to go through the frame. And what happens is when you're holding your red strings into place, those are called, these are called the bate nirin, and then these are called the nirin, the, the, the strings on the frame are called the nirin. So what we're saying is in order to be higher for safa, you need three bate nirin. That's the width you need, is three strings through holes. Okay? And so you don't need malay sit, but rather gimel batenirin. Halamaz edayme. What is this shear of three batenirin? The ereg tiltsel katan. Somebody who weaves a small uh, belt, right, a little tiny belt. So that is like a little belt. Is also like you can imagine a thin belt would kind of be like a safa, will kind of be like a border of a garment, right, the edge of a garment. Um. Right, so that is katan, which is right the, again the small belt border is two uh, across and three batenirin wide. The gimel Okay, so that was Bryson number one. 
Right, if you weave three, um, three to start and one on an existing weave, chayiv, right? We're just quoting the beginning of that brisa. We started the brisa by saying, we started Tanya and that was a stam. Who was that? That is stomach Karbalazar. So that is Rabbi, that is Rabbi Yezer's, uh initial uh, shita. Okay. Which, was, which started as three and one. Chum hold two and two. Tanya Idach, we have another brysa that we're going to say is Tamat Rabbanon. Ha'erek beiz chutin al hagas. If you, um, if you uh, weave two horizontal strings al hagas, which is a large existing weave, v'al imra or on a border, chayiv. You're going to be chayiv. Rabbi Lezer Aymer, he says, afilo echad, even one, and again, he's not arguing when it comes to the case of how to create a border. That is going to be two across by three batenir will create a seam. It's like weaving a small belt, which makes a border. Okay. And just to quote again the beginning of this bright of this brisa, so now we now have a stam, stam Mishnah like the Rabbanon. So we have a stam like Rabbi Lezer and a stam like the Rabbanon, and we're ready to move on. But that, so we've now discussed two different shirim, right? Existing, two, adding to a weave, number one is Rechav Sit by either one and three passes according to Rabbi Lezer across, or two passes according to Rabbanon. And we've discussed how to make a border, which is to be high for making a border, which is two passes across and three batinirin worth of string, three holes worth of string. Now we're going to discuss for setting up the loom. Ha'isa base batinirin. My binirin. What are we talking about? Amar Abaya. Now, this part of the Mishnah is talking about what you're high for setting up the strings. Tarti bevatinira. And what we're saying is when you set up your vertical strings, in order to be chayev for setting up your frame, it's two holes plus one, not one in between the spaces. So like I said, that let's say on the green, where the, where the red ones are going through the holes, the green ones are going to pass more loosely somewhere else in the frame. And vice versa on the other frame, right? They, all the strings needed to go through all the frames. For the ones, let's say it's odd or even or up or down, the ones that are up, that have the up holes, the down strings are going to be loosely separated within the frame. So what he's saying is in order to be chayev for setting up, what we're saying is the minimum shear to set up a weave is three vertical strings. Two batenirin, and then one, we're discussing one frame. One that is not in the hole because it's in the hole of the other frame. So in order to set up a frame, the minimum amount, what you want to be chayah for, is to have three vertical strings. What malacha is that? It's, it seems like it's part of this malacha. Part of Eric. Yeah. And why isn't Eric culture like other malachas? Like... Because uh, the only time we say culture is when it accomplishes something. So then the share should be the share of Vega. The share of... Well, we're going to say it's the shear. We're going to see. It's, the sh- it's not. It looks like there's a different shear when we talk about um, uh, strings and manu- manufacturing strings. Okay. 
So again, this isn't necessarily making a beged. You take strings and you make it into cloth. Not beged here. I hear what you're saying. Um, but in, what we will say is, and maybe that's why it's brought in the next Mishnah, when I, and I said I didn't really discuss what the actual shear is across, that there is a shear, it's, it's, it doesn't just apply to this, menafets, seveya, tava, all the string malachas seems to be kamalai sit. Kamalai rechava sit kafel, except for oireg, um, which is kamalai sit and not sit kafel. But it seems like we go with alternate shear. Okay, now, okay, we're, we're, I think we're done with the hard part. Bikirus, okay, it said, Rashi, uh, so the Gemara explains, what's my Bikirus? I'm a Rav, Mitsuvisa, okay? And that is going to be the uh, foot pedals, okay? I understood this as talking about Bikirus is a, is a different type of loom. That this is, we're talking about what you're high for setting up in the, this type of loom like this, but they had looms that went up and down. There are different types of looms, that's a different type of loom. Rashi seems to be talking here about the foot pedals. It's not really clear what this kiris is, but what we see is, again, the shear to be high for, if we understand it in one loom, the, the principle, basic principle applies to whichever, whether you're gonna say it applies to foot pedals or whether uh, a different loom, the point is that you're higher for setting up one, um, what is capable of manufacturing a weave, which is three strings across. Okay, about Tefer based sphere, so we're moving on over here. Okay, to the last part of the mission. We're done with weaving. We're finished. Okay, we're done. You don't have to look at this again for seven, for seven and a half years. That's it. Okay, yeah, keep it in your mind. Okay. The um, Hatefer based Tefiris. So if you sew two stitches, you're going to be Chayev. Frakta Gamara, why am I bringing two stitches here? I already learned. We learned by, in Kagal, though, we learned all the Malachas, and we saw that a Malacha was sewing two stitches. So the Gemara says, because we wanted to learn the Seifa in the Mishnah that said, that what is the shear to be mechayev for tearing, that is tearing as a positive action, tearing in order to sew two stitches. So therefore we said, who sews? Really? We already said akereya also, that in order to be chayev is the shear for two stitches. Because we wanted to learn the seifa akereya. So really what we're saying is we did not need to bring here the case of tearing at all. Okay? Sewing or tearing, none of them, right? None of them are relevant here. We didn't need them. Um, but rather because we wanted, in the next Mishnah, we're going to say, somebody who tears in anger or as a sign of Avelos because they are mourning. So we said, So what is a case of one would tear in order to re-sew? Basically he's saying, why would you ever tear something to re-sew? That makes any sense. Right? It's sewn right, so you're good. So Gemara says, So Gemara says, that it is made like a bubble, okay? So what happened was you, you sewed everything and now there's a bubble there, so you want to re-rip it to, to flatten it out and re-sew it, okay? Zak the Mishnah. Ha-kairei ha-chamasai, someone who's angry and he tears something. Ve'al mesai, or on his mace, right? He's upset and therefore he, he tears, okay? Ve'chol ha-mekukalin piturin. What we're saying is tearing is not a constructive action, but it is a destructive action and a destructive action is not considered a malacha. Malacha needs to be a constructive action. Okay? 
But one who destroys in order to fix, then we're going to go based on, so like we said, uh, so we said, since Tfira sewing this year is two stitches, so too, tearing the amount that I would need to sew two stitches would be the appropriate, would be the appropriate share to be a for that. Okay, Shir Hamalabe, now this is what I alluded to before, Shir Hamalabe, Vahamanafates, somebody who whitens and who combs, Vatsevea, and dyes string, Vatava, who spins strings, these are all malachas of strings, Kimalai Rachav, sit, Kafal. That is a double sit, which is take the space between your pointing finger and your middle finger and double it, or the space between two of these equals one of the space between your thumb and your first finger. Okay? Yeah. It really is? I don't know. You can go measure it. I didn't measure it. I'm not that I'm I'm only nerdy technical nerdy like to understand the loom, but not to measure my fingers. I'm good. Okay. Right. So um Eric Schneechutin, Shiri Kamalai sit. And someone who weaves two weaves, right? We said Shiri Kamalai has sit, that what is the Whatever we're talking over there, what is the amount of vertical? Malay sit, it's that much, right? It's one, not two. Brahminu, so now we're going to go back to discussing the Korea Bechamasai. So we said that if you're Korea because you're angry or because you have a mace here, so Korea Bechamasai, Vavalasai, Vavalasai, Chayiv, our mission says Potter, and here it says Chayiv. And even though you're chayiv for tearing on Shabbos, you're going to be yitzi your day kriya. That if you if you're chayiv to tear kriya for somebody, right in mourning, right your father chasvasham or whatever kara if to tear for them, you're chayiv for the kriya, but you're yitzi your day kriyasa. So like kasha, so how we can understand this seems to be a steer. The Mishnah said tearing is potter. So like Kasha, Haba Mesti Day, Mesta Alma, that the Brysa which says your Chayev is Mesti Day, since you need to do a Kriya on your mace, father, mother, whatever it is, you have to do a Kriya. So when you tear something, that's considered a constructive action, not a destructive action, and you're going to be Chayev. And our Mishnah is talking about that you tear for Yenim, someone you're not Chayev for, so for you, it's not a constructive action. You don't need to tear your Begadim. Okay? That's why the Gemara says Yatsa Yudei Kriya, that you're, you're going to, yeah, but I think that's also, again, the, no, this, is, that, is that what the Gemara is saying here? That why? I'm just trying to understand. In other words, a, a person is not allowed to tear. Right. But if you're doing it because it's a mitzvah for you, I, it's... it's it sounds like it's a chiv, not a mitzvah. There's a chiv to tear. So there's a chiv to tear, and therefore... I don't, I don't know that it's a mitzvah. So because you have a chiv to tear, therefore it's okay. No. No, 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 no. no. We're saying, or, the Mishnah said, if you tear your putter. Okay. Then we have a price that says, if you tear your chiv. Uh-huh. So which one is it? Well, it depends. If you have a chiv kriya, and you tear, then you're chiv. Because you have a chiv, and you're yotza yudei chivasa. You did a constructive action. Your destructive action is actually a constructive action for you. Because you need the tearing. So there's a reason why your chayv is dafka because... Exactly. You got it. Vaha, I You want to say our Mishnah would said pother because it's not your mace, but it says mesai. It says mesai, it's your mace. So No, it means like, it's my cousin. It's somebody I know. It's my mace. But, 
there's a fine line, right? There's only you're only chayiv for your 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 mother, your father, to tear kriya, your brother, right? You're, so you're only chayiv for kriya for in limited cases. So what we're saying is, it's like my cousin. It's somebody that I know I'm tearing because I'm upset, but it's not someone I have a chayiv for. Since I don't have a chayiv for it, therefore my kriya is not considered a constructive action. I'm not going to be chayiv. Brisa adds in the word. Brisa adds in the word uba avela. Yeah, we're going to discuss that in a second. Uba yeah, uba neadlei avela sinu ham hu. Oh, you're saying Ba'ave Loi. In other words, the Mishnah says Hakarim Bechamaz Ba'amisai. Yeah. The Brisa says Uba'ave Loi Right. Right. Can I give any answer if it's not constructive? I can do bar if it's not constructive? If it's not constructive, if it's not constructive, yeah. Really? You're not, well, you can't do it. You're just not going to be Chayv. Remember, there's three levels in Javas Chayv, Chatos, right? Or Daraisa. Patur Amal Asr. And Mutter. Patur Mutter. You're going to be potter, but you're not. It's not mutter to do. It's asma drabanan to do. So Now let's say this guy who died is a chacham. So he's your cousin. You're right. He's not your father. He's your cousin. Okay. You're still going to be chayev. Why? Really? Everybody's a karav to a chacham. That what does that mean? What we see here is that if the guy who died is a chacham, then everybody has a chi of kriya. Everybody needs to um, uh, tear. It's not just a uh, uh, tear. There's one tearing kriya and tearing to expose the shoulder. That's the chol alav. Hakol mavrin alav. That this is something called sudas havra. The first suda you eat after when you're in avel, right? So you have something called sudas havra. You can't eat your own food, right? That you, other people have to bring you food. But the point is that we, these are all things of avelos. We'll discuss when we get to Maid cotton. These are all things of avelos. But we're saying that everybody has to mourn a chacham. So how, right? So if the Mishnah says potter. What do you mean? What happens if well, the guy was a chacham? So, I call Marvin over Chayva. So, let's treat the law of chacham. The Mishnah is talking about somebody who wasn't a chacham. Okay, well, still. Why do a person's children die when they are young? Now, the Havamina here is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu kills a person's children so that he'll know how to mourn. And when an Adam Kasher dies, therefore he'll know how to mourn. So the Gemara says, "Really? Kadeshi Yivka, Arvoyna Shakli Mine. We're going to kill somebody. They're going to take somebody's kids as a as a um, what do you as a collateral to make sure that he knows how to mourn when another kasher dies. That doesn't make any sense. El Meshe Loi Bacha, because he didn't visabla Adam Kasher, because he did not cry and mourn when another kasher died. Shekola Boycha Adam Kasher and Boycha Lachal Vanasa Bishvil Kavat Shasa. So we see that if you are Boycha, if you cry and another kasher." Then you're going to be moichem layas kol av al kol avon But what do we see from here? We see that everybody has a chiyav to mourn an adam kasher. So how could you say potter? So let's read the adam kasher who the Mishnah. We're now whittling down our Mishnah from hakarei al mesai. We're whittling it down to not. It's not only your mace. It's like a, it's like a distant relative. It's he wasn't a chacham. He wasn't a kasher. Practicing wherever you eat the kav If you're there at the time when the neshama leaves chiyuv mechayiv. So even if you're in the hospital room, even if you're not a karev, even if he's not a adam kasher, even if all the you don't meet all these other criteria, if you're there at the time 
when the neshama goes out, then you still have to tear kriya. Because every person is compared to a sefer Torah that got burned. The Gemara answers the like So we took our Mishnah and said, General Mishnah says, Pater, if you tear for your mace, well, it depends. He has to be not a carb. You can't have been there at the time of him dying. He can't be a Chacham or an Adam Kasher. Then you're going to be Pater because then there's no Chiyav of tearing at all. And therefore, your Kriya is just a destructive action. And therefore, you're Pater. What's the Hezbo of the Yitzhiyas Neshama? In other words, the Gemara is saying that it's like the same Torah that's torn. That would be the same whether it was, I was there when it got torn versus. I came a minute later, etc. Is there something about that? Yeah, possibly. I don't deal with meta- metaphysical. I deal with looms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tinach Mesai. Tinach Mesai. That sounds like a question for uh, Rabbi Pasternak. Like that's that's right up his alley. Okay, Tinach Mesai. Okay, still, our Mishnah said if you tear in anger, you're going to be potter. The Bryce says if you tear in anger, you're going to be chayiv. That's a stira. So Hamasa Hamasa Namalakasha, Harab Yehuda, Harab Shimin, famous Machlaikis again, Harab Yehuda Damalakasha in Tricha Lagufa Chayiv, the Brisa is Reb Yehuda, Harab Shimin Damalakasha in Tricha Lagufa, Potter Allah. So if you tear and there's no purpose, you're going to be Potter. Still, it has to be a positive action. It's a destructive action. You're ripping something. Rabbi Yehuda wouldn't hold your chayyeh. He's fixing something. Why? He's appeasing his inner anger. Right? He's appeasing. He's raging. So he rips something. Right? He's appeasing. By the way, the anger, the Gemara is saying, is caused by your Yetzirah. So he's appeasing the Yetzirah. So it turns into a constructive action because you're appeasing the Yetzirah. And it's malacha, according to Rabbi Yehuda, even though I don't need the object torn, I just need to do the action that makes me feel good. So therefore, but Rabbi Yehuda holds machashen tzuyichelagufa is chayiv. Rabbi Shimon holds potter, since you didn't need to actually rip it, you're going to be potter. And Rashi speaks out, in a chanami, we could have answered this as well. Initially, we didn't have to come onto the Adam Kasher thing and all that. We could have said Rabbi Yehuda and Shimon, but we wanted to at least try to answer for um, if it's all Rabbi Shimon. Answer the price if it's all Rabbi Shimon. Okay. Um, are, is one allowed to rip out of anger? Somebody who tears his begadim, his clothing, out of anger. Somebody who breaks his kalem out of anger. He throws money because he's angry. That it should be like serving with the Zara. Why? Today he tells you to nonsensibly appease your rage by ripping things. Once you get into the habit of following your emotions, so today the Yitzhar convinces you to rip something. Tomorrow he's going to teach you to, he's going to tell you to go serve Abba Dazar. He'll keep on telling you, he'll lead you down that road. Once you go down that road of following the Yitzhar, you're going to end up in Abba Dazar. I'm in my crawl, what's the Pasik that demonstrates this? You should not have inside of a person a foreign, right, a foreign uh, God. What is this? What is this inside the person? That's the Yetzirah. Bottom line is, how could he rip out of anger? You're appeasing the Yetzirah. You're serving the, uh, uh, you're serving the Yetzirah. So, 
He's doing it not because he's actually raging, but he wants to, the Mirma Aimsai in Shabesa, he wants to show his power. So he rips something that makes a statement. Everybody stops when you watch someone smash a glass, right? Interesting, you'll see a Shalaf Matsivasa, he ripped the border of his garment. So he didn't actually do Baltashvas, he ripped the border. But the point is, he ripped something. He broke an already broken cup. You're not allowed to break a regular cup that's Baltashvas, but he broke something. We're talking about the Yetzir Harashah by the action. He destroyed something that was already destroyed to go smash it and to make a statement. He threw fish brine at his um, uh, servant's head. Nechmasa, he, he broke a lid. I guess he didn't need it anymore. Okay, one more. Because we were talking about Avelos for an Adam Kasher, whoever rains down tears, who cries for an Adam Kasher, counts them and he stores them in his treasure house. Shanam, as the Pasuk says, my wanderings were counted. You Hashem counted, right? You counted. That you you put my tears in your in your um, in your container, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Haloi besifar You counted them. Someone who's lazy in a hespit of a chacham, roi that he does not. He's lazy about you know he's not particular to be masvid them. He will get buried alive. He's roi to be buried alive. Shemar the pasuk says talking about Yehoshua bigvul nachlasai. Why does it say Hargosh? That they did not properly give a hesped to Yeshua. That the mountain trembled to bury them alive. That a person who does not, uh, who's lazy about giving a hesped to a chacham, he will not get marich yamim. He will not get long days. We'll see what that means in a second. The pasuk, and now this is the pasuk of that you'll be paid back. That they did get arichas yamim. Right? So what are you saying? That you're not going to live a long life. They got Arichu Yamim, Achari Yeshua, even though they weren't Masvid Yeshua properly. So Amalei, he said, Bavloi, Yamim Arichu, Bavloi, you, you bubble person. Yamim Arichu, Shanam Arichu. They didn't live long, but they had a good life. Right? Like we said, Arichas Yamim Vishanim is two different things. One is to live long, and one is to have a good life. Right? The, the years should be enjoyable. Your life should be enjoyable. One is Kamas, and one is Echas. Right? So... Um, really, so if you're going to tell me that that the bracha given in Shema when it says you're going to get long life that means you're just going to have good days you're not going to have a long life you're not going to live many years but you'll have good years really, that's what the bracha is saying Umar says bracha shiny that a bracha is different and when it comes to a bracha then we'll say means both that you'll live a long time and you'll have a good life. And here by a call, when we say, Arichos Yomim, you're not going to have, it means you'll live a long, it, it, it could be that you'll have like a good life, but you're not going to live long. One of the brothers died, so a group of brothers, and one of them dies, we should be fearful that the Satan is coming for the rest of them, that he's starting with one brother. 
Echad or Echad Ibn Chabura Shemes, if you have a circle of friends and one of the friends die, Tidd Khal Chabur, the entire circle should be concerned. Kula, Amrila. However, they say Demes Gadol, but Amrila Demes Katan. It doesn't mean if one of the middle guys die. It means if either one of the older ones or one of the younger ones, that means he's starting. So the question is, is he starting with the older one? Or do we say that by Klalim we start from, when it comes to Klalos, we start from, uh, from, from the Katan, Maschel Bakatan, Hechel, Bagadol, right? So Kila. And we start from the Katan, right? So that is, um, but either if the older or the youngest dies, then the rest of them should be concerned. Quick uh, review over here. I'll send it out, but I'll just put it up here. We'll try to do it quickly. So we started off by saying Natrikin, right? We said if you write in a trikin, you write it in acronyms, or we should say Jai Bikham does a putter, and we darshan the Avamangaim, Anoichi, Yarat, Carmel, Nimratzas, Nitzadik, right? We darshan all those. The Mishnah said if you write two Aisyas and two Halamas, or Gil said Chayev and the Ham said Pater, right, at different times, they're arguing whether Yidia, if there's a Yidia Lachatzi Shir or not, or and if not, then we're gonna start for two. Okay, then we discuss the weave. So if you see, I bolded it into basically three concepts. There's the weave. There's the, there's the border, and then there is setting up the weave. So like we said, Rabbi Lazar holds that if you weave three or one, three to start, right, across, or one, I'm sorry, three to start or one on a, an existing weave, you're going to be high there. Rabbi Lazar holds it's two no matter what. And we said, according to Rabbi Lazar, there, Rabbi Lazar, there is a bryson that says two. What does two mean? It can mean either, this, either thin strings or thick strings, depending, right? La high gisa, la high gisa. Then we talked about, we said that there's a stam, both like the Rebbe Lazar and the Rabbanan, but we talked about within those braces that we brought down, we talked about the weave to be high of four, um, a chut, um, okay, we said two across by three batenirin worth of the vertical strings. That's the amount for border. And then we said to set it up in the first place, to be high in setting up to the near, to the frame, was two, okay, two chote shesi, the base chote nirin, that it's two vertical strings in the holes and one in the space in between the frame. Okay, we said if you're Tefer uh, 2, you're going to be Chayev, Karen Litfar, you're going to be Chayev 2. Okay, we said how does that happen? Because you have a bubble in your clothing and you want to fix it, so you rip it open and then resew it. We said if, if you tear out of anger or on your mace, you're going to be Potter. The Bryce says Chayev, so how do we answer? So first we wanted to say Mesai. What does it mean, Mesai? Number one, if you're not Chayev Kriya on him, He's not your karab, he's not a chacham, he's not a kasher, or you weren't there at the time you see us in Shama. That is mesoi, that you're going to be pater. Okay, and we said that was one way of explaining to it, explaining it, that it's not a chiv for you, and therefore it's a destructive action, not a constructive action. Or we could say, like we said, that it's karib shimen, that's ein tzrich lagufa, and the brysa is Rabbi Yehuda. And then how do we answer chamasai that? We didn't have any other way to explain it other than saying that according to Rav Shimon, the, the, the Mishnah says Potter is Rav Shimon and the Brisa is Rabbi Yehuda, okay? And therefore he wants to get it fixed to, to, to appease his Yetzirah. And we talked about, we said it's usher to tear in anger because of the Yetzirah, unless it's for a specific purpose like to uh, show your domination on the house. Right, to make sure that everybody knows you're in charge, you rip something, so you're not really going to the Yitzhahara, it's, it's for a purpose, you're not giving into Yitzhahara. And then we talked about crying for another kasher, what happens if you're lazy by the hespid, right? And if, what happens if one of the brothers or a chabura dies, we said that's only, it's only gonna be a problem if it's gadol or katan, then you have to be concerned.